Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Welcome to a Thursday edition of the Newsmax Daily podcast with me, Rob Carson. Still uh, ebullient following uh, election victories for Republicans. We're going to get into some more reaction from the media uh, they're all crying racism, by the way. And also, uh, the New Jersey governor's race was declared a win for the current governor, but it appears some voting stopped the night of election night. Yeah. It has been a year since we woke up, and five battleground states stopped counting votes in the middle of the night and woke up the next morning, and we found that in these battleground states, massive vote dumps for Joe Biden, very few Trump votes. That happened a year ago. On this date, one year ago, I woke up and I went to my computer. And I hadn't posted anything on social media, including my Facebook page, which had hundreds of thousands of followers and was growing. It was gone. The page was gone. Anytime you tried to ask a question about the election, anytime you questioned why the voting had stopped, including in Atlanta, where they said there was a, a, a water main break that didn't happen, and we have videotape of people uh, shooing, ushering people out, including the press, and then pulling out bins and bins and boxes of ballots and running them through several times. One year ago today, at around 6 in the morning in Philadelphia, 500,000 votes were dumped for Joe Biden and 3,000 were Trump votes. That happened one year ago today. That was one of the many things that the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party said was forbidden. You could not talk about the possibility of voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election. They shut down discussion before it could start. And the mainstream media refused to cover the story. This despite thousands of people with sworn affidavits saying that they had seen voter fraud. This despite Republican observers, vote observers being blocked out of buildings, not allowed to go in and observe. I could go on and on. I've got folders of material. I've done copious investigation on it. I am not a conspiracy theorist. Fortunately, Virginia, the vote margin was bigger than the steel. In New Jersey, it looks like something very, very suspicious has happened in that race. Here's the headline. Democrat tricks in New Jersey's governor race. Republican winning the largest county with 100% of the vote counted. Then the vote flipped to the Democrat. With 83% of the votes counted in the state, Republican Cinderella held a statewide lead of 42,000 votes. 
At that time, Bergen County, the largest county in New Jersey, claimed 100% reporting with Citarelli winning 52% of the vote. Then things changed. Minutes later, with 87% of the vote counted, the results in Bergen County changed, and suddenly Murphy was reported ahead in the county with 51% of the vote. Citarelli's 42,000 vote in the state also dwindled to a 1,600 vote in the morning. Would I put it past the Democratic Party in New Jersey uh, to steal an election? Oh, heck no. They're in the process of doing it. That's what I'm trying to say. They're in the process of doing it. Here is uh, uh, Jack Citarelli on election night talking about uh, counting all the votes. We want every legal vote counted. And you all know the way the VBMs work and the provisionals work. We've got to have time to make sure that every legal vote is counted. And I'm confident, I'm confident that when they are, I can stand before you and not say we're winning. I can stand before you and say we've won. Now, the AP declared the current governor the winner. And the Cinderella campaign said, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. With the margin, uh, the candidates separated by a fraction of a percent out of 2.4 million votes cast, it's irresponsible of the media to make this call when the New Jersey Secretary of State doesn't even know how many ballots are left to be counted. The margin is 50% to 49.2% as of Wednesday at 6.30. Here is a uh, local story about the election and what is going on in New Jersey right now. And it sounds all too familiar. Yeah, look, the voting isn't certified until November 18th in New Jersey as it is. So we'll see how that plays out. Keep you posted. Now, we did get to speak with the Essex County Clerk, Christopher Durkin, this morning. And he did confirm for us 56 districts. That's 56 voting machines. Those votes have not been counted. And, boy, that just leads to a lot of questions, right? How did it get to this point? Why did this happen? There were other anomalies on election night, such as a case where over 40,000 votes were added to Phil Murphy's total in Bergen County after 100% of the votes were said to be reported. Such would be enough to tilt the New Jersey election as the great majority of those votes went to Murphy in a county that Cinderella had been comfortably, comfortably leading all day. The votes came in after 100% of the ballots had been counted. Why were those votes not counted last night? I wanted to know specifically where those voting machines are located. It's a mix, uh, but they're, they're mostly uh, in, in Newark, in East Orange, in Irvington, uh, Maplewood, Montclair, uh, the majority of those 56 districts. Durkin says you can call it poll worker error and there will be... Oh yes, it's poll worker error. ...investigation as to why this happened. As he and his staff begins working to rectify the issue, he asked New Jerseyans not to jump to conclusions. As to oh, why would you jump to conclusions in a state that's so corrupt? Why those 56 voting machines were shut down last night without being counted first. Huh. They stopped the vote counting. They stopped the vote counting. Yeah, they did it again, kids. Unbelievable. Five districts in Patterson had a similar situation. They're voting machines as Essex County. Mayor Andrew Say 
also told the News 12, that's the, the news reporter here, the election issues in Patterson, New Jersey, were notorious in the 2020 election. According to the New Jersey Herald, New Jersey has yet to get a second uh, of three rounds of 2020 elections. And so far, we've seen misdelivered ballots, ballots dumped in piles in apartment lobbies, and ballots burned in a mail truck fire. Meanwhile, clerks' offices are inundated with a flood of mail-in ballots, plus thousands more applications for ballots, many from unaffiliated voters who clerks said don't intend to vote in the July 7th primary. This is according to a story in the New Jersey. Jersey Herald. Here's more from this uh, news report. Those machines are at the polling places right now. Those machines have to be brought back to the warehouse. Uh, a judge will issue an order for us to open those machines, retrieve the uh, results, and post those results. What's the time frame for that? Uh, so, we're like, in other words, you're going to get them today? No. No, we, we need to compile a list of the results that are missing. We then need to schedule a hearing in front of a judge, uh, and then the judge issues the order, and then we're able to go uh, and retrieve those results. Mm -hmm. I, um, I'm sure that what I'm saying will be forbidden if I attempt to post any of this on social media. If I attempt to maybe put this news report on my YouTube page, which really I'm not using anymore. Because they took it down and then I just kind of gave up and I haven't been posting anything. But I'm sure if I did put this news report on my YouTube page, it would disappear. If I put it on my Rumble page, it would be perfectly fine. Here's the wrap on this story about... Uh, a vote dump, 40,000 votes. A Republican candidate ahead comfortably, 52% of the vote. All of the votes had been counted, and suddenly 40,000 came in for Governor Murphy. Now, Durkin says this happens in every election in every county, but the fact that it's 56 voting machines and the governor's race and the race is so close has certainly magnified this situation. As a matter of fact, Patterson Mayor Andre Saya touched base with us this morning saying there were five districts in his city where a similar situation took place. But as I said, up until November 18th, until all votes, all votes, you heard Alex Zidane, and all the votes that need to be counted are certified, so we could be waiting for quite some time. I hope they fight the hell out of this. I hope that they fight the hell out of this. It's from Kyle Becker in the New Jersey race. A disturbing result was observed by political watchers on election night. Bergen County was seen flipping from GOP candidate Jack Citarelli to Democrat candidate Phil Murphy after 100% of the votes were counted. Screenshots taken from New York Times election reporting confirmed that Bergen County's election support flipped from Citarelli to Murphy with 100% reported. Earlier in the night, Bergen was 55-45 Citarelli. With 40% reported in the county, Jack Citarelli had a 52-42 lead with 100% of the votes as reported. Then Bergen County flipped 52-48 to to Murphy with 100% reporting later in the evening. The phenomena reminiscent of some of the election night anomalies witnessed in 2020 was documented and shared by a Twitter user, We the People. The flip came as Jack Citarelli had 42,000 vote edge, and this, at this point, the countywide projections had suggested that the GOP candidate had about a 25,000 vote cushion. You, uh, you, you figure out the conclusion. 
I've just presented facts. What's your conclusion? We've seen this before. We've seen an absolute lack of, of journalistic curiosity with regard to the, uh, the national election. Will the same be true here? At least this TV station went after it. At least this TV station, News 12, I guess, is the, the name of the station. At least they are saying, huh, huh, and isn't that what journalists should do? Not our mainstream media, not big social media. No, no, no. They decide what is forbidden. They decide what is misinformation and disinformation. They're, they're trying today to tell us that uh, white supremacy won in Virginia and CRT still doesn't exist. But they're getting pummeled and they're being exposed. One of the big things that I, I read and was echoed in the uh, blogosphere was uh, that the American people no longer believe the media, the mainstream media. They no longer believe them. It's, it's amazing how little sway they held in Virginia. And obviously around the country as well. Wisconsin's Racine County found 23,000 voters with the same phone number. And 4,000 voters registered on 1-1-1918. By the way, uh, Biden won the state by 20,000 votes. So, nothing to see here. Nobody's curious. Unbelievable. Here is my uh, friend Steve Cortez on Newsmax with an analysis of some of the things that happened last year. Patriots, great election news last night, but let's not forget that one year ago today... That, of course, is uh, he did this yesterday morning. Today, ...an American election was hijacked, and that is believed by two-thirds of Republicans and one-third of independents, according what? to all polling, that Biden is not the legitimate winner a year ago. They have statistical what? as well as constitutional reasons to validate that belief. Let's look at the stats, starting with bellwether counties. There are 19 counties in America that are geographically and demographically diverse. They have a perfect track record over 10 election cycles of voting for the eventual winner of the presidential race. Donald Trump won 18 of these 19 counties, and yet we're to believe that he lost the election. It's so improbable as to be impossible. Mm -hmm. Let's look at another statistic. The mailed-in ballot voter rejection rate in Wisconsin during the primary, the rejection rate was 2%. Yep. During the general election, 0.2%. 10% of that level. In Georgia, a state that was decided by only 11,000 votes, 2016 general election, 6% rejection rate. One year ago today, 0.3%. This statistic leads to the constitutional problem. The Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment was massively violated. You cannot subject game day Trump voters to entirely different and stricter standards than mailed in voters. It is one of the key reasons why the 2020 presidential vote was not valid. The fire's not going out. The fire's not going out. The uh, the fire in the coal bunkers on the SS Titanic are still burning. They are still burning. No matter if you call us uh, conspiracy theorists or uh, peddlers of disinformation or misinformation, which, by the way, is a term used by Joseph Stalin in 1923. And that was to say that anything other than what the government says is disinformation, disinformatia. I don't speak Russian, but, you know, Stolichnaya, you know, Chernobyl, things like that. So what do you think? What do you think?
our dollar is going down. Your dollar is buying less. One thing that you can always depend on is precious metals, silver and gold. And if you are considering investing in those, American Hartford Gold is the company that I would suggest. They sell physical silver and gold delivered right to your door or inside of your IRA. They make it easy, by the way. Highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call them right now. They'll give you up to $1,500 worth of free silver on the first order. Yeah. Here is the number. 866-204-8226. 866-204-8226. Or text Rob, R-O-B, my name, to 65532. Remember that. Rob to 65532. Like I said, the SS Titanic is taking on water. In a little while, I'm going to share some audio from the president not taking any responsibility for what happened in Virginia and also a major pundit who is going to be appearing in Baltimore in a few weeks. In fact, actually less than two weeks. Steve Bannon says the Biden presidency is already over. Let's go to Victor in Silver Spring. Hello, Victor, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today, my friend? Well, I am reminiscing today, November 4th. Yeah. I wonder how many people remember what happened back in 1979 when the Iranians held 52 hostages in the embassy for 444 days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember I was a kid, and uh, it was it was torturous even for a kid to uh, watch that. And then, of course, as soon as Ronald Reagan was elected, we saw what a strong president could do. Did you see that Iranian gunboats were actually pointing their 50 cals at U.S. ships in the Gulf yesterday? I heard about it. Yeah, yeah. That's what strong leadership does. Ronald Reagan got into office, they let him go. But, yeah, I do remember that. And, by the way, we have hostages right now being held in a prison yeah, in Washington, D.C. 82, I think. Yep. In Washington, D.C., without charges, without possibility of bail. And I'm going to share in a little while. Louis Gomert and Marjorie Taylor Greene went to that, that Bastille and were turned away. Uh, also, my friend uh, Greg Kelly from Newsmax shares a letter from one of the prisoners. I'm going to try and get to that today. But the same thing is happening in Washington, D.C., and honestly, it is it is below even a third-world country to do something like that. And it's happening in America, and oddly enough, well, not oddly enough, nobody in the mainstream media is doing a story on it. Nobody in the mainstream media is doing a story on it. They don't care. It's, it's honestly, it is uh, a man, a man, literally, and I read this live, a man broke his hand at the, uh, at the prison in Washington, D.C. Uh, th- he was supposed to get surgery. They just gave him painkillers and it healed broken. That's one of the stories coming out of the D.C. Bastille. And, you know, we've got two classes of people. We have the proletariat. We've got the ruling class. And now we have a Bastille. This is not going to end well for the swamp dwellers in Washington, D.C. And I'll include Republicans, too, by the way. Victor, I appreciate your phone call. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, people are still celebrating in uh, uh, Virginia. Here is a, uh, a report. Normally, this kind of shellacking would cause someone to be introspective. I mentioned yesterday that uh, uh, you learn so much more from defeat than from victory. I mean, victory, you, you had to train hard, you had to uh, learn, you had to do whatever. Uh, and then when you win, you, you can celebrate it, and you've got that high, and then you've got to go back to winning again or attempting to win again. With defeat, you have to go, man, what did I do? What did I do wrong? 
And right now, the Democrat Party and the mainstream media have no clue, and they don't really care. They've made up their mind about what they think happened, and they're saying it's racism. And this will cause them to implode. They are so twisted with hate. They are so twisted with rage. Nothing good will happen with this party. Nothing good will happen with this mainstream media. That's why CNN and MSNBC's ratings are down 75%. Because people don't trust them anymore. And people are tired of being beaten up every single day. And made to be afraid of everything every single day. Shell-shocked, Democrats faced a moment of reckoning Wednesday after election night disasters not only stripped the party of a governorship, but left it in a state of panic. A brutal loss in blue-leaning Virginia and a too-close-for-comfort win in New Jersey sent... The panic has been replaced with rage. Democrats a warning shot that their grip on power may be in peril. This is a very high DEFCON rating for Democrats. That's what this small midterm election was. And unless Democrats have a major course correction in the White House and Congress, it's going to be the same DEFCON rating next year for the midterm elections now. And all they have to do is ask people. That's all they got to do. They've just got to uh, listen. Kind of amazing. If you listen, rather than just deny, and rather just deny that CRT exists, even though it's very obvious, and I have even more evidence that's being taught, not only in uh, in Virginia, but Maryland and around the country. But this is this is the mainstream media. This is the mainstream media on election night, and what they think actually happened in Virginia. Clint Youngkin played the race card for a reason because she sounds like a female Randy Macho Man Savage. Listen to that. It's kind of like Glenn Youngkin. Glenn Youngkin played the race card played the race card for a reason, because he knows it works on certain white voters. He did stoke white grievance politics to mobilize the Republican base. He's laundered Trump's really sort of (laughs) disgusting, flagrant outracism. He's wrapped it in education. Education, which is code for... These guys, I mean, this is really uh, a mental illness. I'd, I'd say it's bordering on evil, but it really is. It's a mental illness. These people are mentally ill. To think that in in uh, 2021 in America, that things are worse than they were in 1863 or 1968, this all stems from a generation of people who, I mean, a coddled, coddled generation, part of Generation X, uh, millennials, and Gen Z. They've never had a race crisis. They've never had a war Uh, They have never had a civil rights movement, but they want to claim victim and they want to make it seem like things are worse than ever because it gives them some sort of sense of value that they don't have. White parents don't like the idea of teaching about race. That's the fundamental problem. Do you hear what she just said about if you're a white person? Do you hear what she just said about you? A blanket statement that because you have white skin, or in my case, it's kind of a, I don't know, uh, slightly jaundiced, uh, maybe even pink with lots of freckles, uh, you know, saying that, that I don't want my child to be taught about race or history, and it's nonsense. These parents and this anti-CRT movement, they don't like the way whiteness is being portrayed in these new, more inclusive lessons. This wasn't about those pocketbook issues. This was about (laughs) how white kids feel talking about what black kids go through. The subtext of all this was, we can't let these black and brown people run the country. Glenn Youngkin running 
on I think we have a black lieutenant governor in Virginia now. Yeah. But she's a racist. Critical race theory that he knew hit a chord around race. I think all the CRT stuff is trumped up dog whistling. Some of it was uh, dog whistle racism. The dog whistle messaging that you saw Yunkin engage in. God, you guys are sore losers. My Lord in heaven. This is Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross is her name, uh, talking with Joy Reid. But let's be honest. Here's the thing. All those takes are like searching the edges while refusing to see what's staring right back at you. And I can assure you, black voters in Virginia are not shocked by the so-called Yunkin shocker. This isn't about enthusiasm. This isn't about... What has the Democrat Party done for uh, people of color? In Democrat-run cities like Baltimore, the schools are terrible in black neighborhoods. Streets named after Martin Luther King or Malcolm X or other civil rights leaders generally are the most violent places in cities across the country. Oh, and then there's generally uh, Planned Parenthood clinics right nearby. Democrats not doing enough to exercise their base. And this definitely is not about messaging or even about beloved. This is about the fact that a good chunk of voters out there are okay with white supremacy. <laughs> white supremacy has always been a lunatic fringe movement in this country. It is not grown at all. This is Falderall. Let's call a thing a thing. Actually, it's let's call a thing a thing. How about this? You're a racist. That's that. They are more than okay. This afternoon, reporter Yamiche Alcindor asked President... Oh, yeah, she's uh, Yamiche Alcindor. She's uh, she's a real uh, non-biased. She's a real journalist. Biden about the results. She clearly understood the assignment. What's your message, though, for Democratic voters, especially black voters, who see Republicans running on race, education, lying about critical race theory, and they're worried that Democrats... Lying about critical race theory. So she already has made up her mind. She's supposed to be a journalist. She's paid by NPR, by the way. That's your tax money. Don't have an effective way to push back on that. Well, I think that uh, the whole answer is just to speak the truth, lay out where we are. Some voters are also giddy over candidates who have no business governing. Wow. I, I, I want them to continue to wallow in their hate. I really, really do. Because nothing ever good comes out of wallowing in hate. In, in my life, uh, for instance, you know, uh, I've, I've had an abusive relationship with radio for, uh, you know, 25 years. And, uh, and, and I've, uh, you know, uh, had my share of abuse from, uh, uh, people who are leaders in the industry and agents. And, uh, and I've had to take a deep breath and back away. And, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult not to be angry. Uh, and if I gave you details, you'd go, oh yeah, I'd be ticked off too. But it, it does you no good. It does you no good. You know, I had a very rough childhood. I had a very rough childhood. My father left me at seven and my, my stepdad could be very loving at times, but a lot of the times he was just cruel. And, uh, you know, there's nothing I can do. Years ago, I said, there's nothing I can do about it. He's gone. And I would and, and, and twist up in knots and, you know, about what happened when I was a kid. And then finally, I had a moment. And I said, he's buried. He's gone. There's nothing you can do about it. When I found out that I was given up for adoption because my mother was sexually assaulted, which just happened a couple years ago, 
I, I spent the three days in a bedroom. And then I said, there's nothing I can do about it. These are extreme examples, but you've got a party that is so twisted with hate, twisted with hate with Donald Trump. Donald Trump's presidency for anybody else would have been a living hell. They brutalized him. Even his, his wonderful wife brutalized them every day for four years and before the election. Any other person would have withered and crawled into a, a you know, fetal position in a corner like George Bush did. But he chose to fight back, and it just made him stronger. And that caused them to be enraged even more. And now they're, they're lashing desperately, lashing desperately for something, for something, for something. Instead of being introspective, they're projecting, they're projecting, they're projecting, and nothing good will happen because of it. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to march forward with a positive message and say, we won. And as long as you continue down this road, it's only going to get worse for you. Here is race baiter Supreme Joy Reid. And the exit poll showed that, that, which was interesting, that the coronavirus or that the virus was a very has low was not importance to many yes, of the voters there. Was it was education, right. which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. And I mean, so education means white people don't care about kids of race. Unfortunately, or kids of color. Race is just the most palpable tool. This, listen to that again. This is unreal. Low it was not important to many yes, voters there. Was it was education, right. which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. And uh, no, white people just don't like being told, and their children, they don't want their children told, they should hate themselves for being born. And, and people of color don't want their kids told that they can't achieve anything that they can't achieve anything no matter how hard they try. And, and we see this like in, in, uh, in New York City. The mayor of New York City, for not much longer, got rid of advanced classes for kids who accelerate. You know why? Because there are too many white and Asian kids in it. Well, there are also some black kids in it, by the way. And what do they do? They just set back everybody. I Honestly, it's just amazing. Here's James Carville. Occasionally he has something uh, right, but not very often. He wrote a book that said the Democrats would be in power for 40 years. I think he wrote that 10 years ago. And uh, Barack Obama lost Congress, like, right after the book was published. Here's why Here's why he says uh, Virginia was lost. It's just stupid wokeness. All right, you just, don't just look at Virginia and New Jersey. Look at Long Island. Look at Buffalo. Look at Minneapolis. Even look at Seattle, Washington. I mean, just defund the police... Lunacy to take Abraham Lincoln's name off his... Why haven't you said anything until now? Why haven't you said anything until now? Why hasn't the Democrat Party said anything before now? Schools. I mean, that... People see... Because they were all in. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, it's just really a, have a suppressive effect all across the country. The Democrats, some of these people need to go to a woke detox center or something. I mean, they're, they're expressing a language that people just don't use... And there's a backlash and a frustration at that. And I'd be right, suburbanites in, in, in northern Virginia, suburbanites in, in, in northern New Jersey. We're tired of being called white supremacists and Nazis and racists. And it's finally falling upon deaf ears after decades, after decades. He, you know, pulled away a little bit. I, y'all can never ran any ads against Biden. 
And I think what he did is just let the Democrats pull the pin and watch a grenade go off. <laughs> that's a good, that is a good point. And that's what they did. Oh, by the way, uh, AOC and all of her wisdom, uh, she has it figured out. She knows why Terry McAuliffe lost uh, Virginia. It's because um, uh, he didn't go left enough. Uh, she's suggesting that the Democrat Party go further left if that's possible. They're going to get. They're going to go so left that they'll end up right. They'll just do the complete circle because that's how left they already are. Plus, on the election front, I actually think we have good news as well. I now realize when she talks, you lose IQ points. So you may begin to kind of slur your words a little bit, kind of like Joe Biden does at a press conference. But don't worry, it'll come back. It'll, it'll snap back unless you're a Democrat. I know that Virginia was a huge bummer. And honestly, if one plus one equals three, see what I mean? Anything. I think that the results show the limits of trying to run a fully 100% super moderated campaign. Oh my God, a totally super moderated campaign? Fully 100% super moderated campaign that does not excite, speak to, or energize a progressive base. And two plus two equals giraffe. Frankly, we weren't even really invited to contribute on that race. You, I love it. I, go. Go down that path, please, because uh, everything left was uh, was wrecked in this election. You look at uh, pro-Antifa candidates in Seattle getting spanked by Republicans. Uh, you look at a write-in candidate in Buffalo, New York, for mayor beating a, uh, a, a radical socialist AOC-supported candidate. I could go down the line. Please, please, please. Keep going left. That is such a boon to the uh, to the country. Ron DeSantis is uh, unveiled a new uh, a new way to police the elections to uh, to essentially uh, get rid of uh, voter fraud uh, and police it and make it more and punish people for it. Um, right now, there are a lot of people stealing votes. There's a lot of chicanery and a lot of BS, and it's all on the side of Democrats. And it's because they don't uh, fear anything. Now, you remember last year, Donald Trump said, if you tear down a statue on federal land, you're going to go to jail for 10 years. And suddenly, it stopped happening. Kind of crazy that way. Kind of crazy that way. I think they ought to do something like that with voter fraud. Uh, 10 years in jail, um, and you lose the right to vote for your entire life. Oh, and then you're going to be, um, let's just go ahead and say, uh, fined into oblivion. I think of all of those things, because I consider voter fraud right up there and like the top five felonies, murder, whatever. It's right up there. It's right up there in a country that's protected by the First Amendment. It is right up there. Here is <laughs> Ron DeSantis talking about it yesterday. And, uh, and, and oh, this is going to be big. This, this is going to be big. He called the Biden administration the Brandon administration. So the, the, the final thing I'll just say is if you look at all the things that are going on and you see, you see big tech, you see the corporate media, although they weren't very happy with Virginia last night if you were watching some of that. Uh, that was some major coping going on. Uh, if you look at that, if you look at what's going on with, with some of the big corporations with their woke agenda, when you look at the Biden, the Brandon administration in terms of what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That's fantastic. This is just fantastic. Uh, basically, you know. Here he goes. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, do you know how that started? Like, it was. And, and like, you know, you have the media, they're hand-wringing over in, this. In uh, case you didn't, I'll just go ahead and play. In case you didn't know where Let's Go Brandon came from. Um, but, you know, it was at a NASCAR race, and they're doing an interview with a driver. I guess his name was Brandon. And the crowd starts <laughs> chanting very colorful language about Joe Biden. Joe Biden. And it was obvious that, that they were doing. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is. First of all, they said way worse about Trump for four years. We know that. Thank you. Um, but so they're chanting this. And so you have a reporter from NBC who knows that's what they're saying. And she's trying to cover for Biden. So she says, yeah, they're chanting, let's go, Brandon. There you go. And, and that was a lie. And it was a lie. And so the, this chant, I think, has taken on a life of its own. Oh, it's taken on a life of its own. I mean, really seriously. L G B L G B The left hates it. L G B L G B They say L G B everywhere. I go L G B for the main. I don't know. L G B whatever it is. L G B Alrighty then. <laughs> Thank you. Let's go, Brandon. Right? This means let's go, Brandon. No. GP. Sounds like let's go, Brandon. I guess. GP. All right. Let's go, Brandon. Brilliant. I am Cornelio. Chant. GP. Right wing and left wing. GP. Go, you know the thing. Don't you know, sing. Get back. And you play black. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. FJB. Let's go, Brandon. I'm Joe Biden, and I forgot this message. Okay, that is. <laughs> It is time for me to go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for listening today. The show is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, if you would like to, and I would appreciate it if you do this, go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the show, and if you would, give me a review. Right now, I've got a lot of five-star reviews, and I greatly appreciate it. If you like the show, if you like the humor, you like the content, because I put a lot of content into this sucker, then please leave a nice review for me. That would be gigantic. That would be gigantic. Big things are coming, guys. I am blessed to be here. God bless you. God bless our police. God bless our military. Never forget Ashley Babbitt's name. And above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.